the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Prevent your users from leaving that horrible one-star rating. HelpShift offers the easiest way to collect user feedback, bug reporting, and more without users ever having to leave your app. Plus, you can even get a customizable help center and unlimited FAQs. And the best part, it's all free. Get started today by going to helpshift.com slash appmasters. That once again is helpshift.com slash appmasters. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads and your revenues. And today I've got a phenomenal guest. I'm super excited to talk to him because, you know, I'm interested in the strategies. When you think about brands versus like from a generic, let's use ASO, for example, like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, they all have more brand awareness than online dating. More people are searching for the brands versus dating. So what are the smaller brands? What are they doing that really lead to breakout success? And breaking down those strategies with me is Greg Wester. He is the CMO, let me pull it up, of on device of the on-device division at Digital Turbine. <laughs> Did I do that right, Greg? You messed you it up. You, Greg. you nailed it. Hey, we're off, we're off to a great start. Uh, Steve, <laughs> it's a pleasure to uh, be here uh, with you and marketing with Steve. Uh, first, a little bit of mea culpa. I know I stood you up. I hate state standing people up. I stood you up a couple oh, weeks right. ago. I, I had an emergency uh, actually with my dog, which we can get into afterwards. But uh, uh, glad to be here. Sorry to put you uh, put you off the last time. It's okay. It happens. I completely understand. What's up, Samuel? Good to see you week in, week out. Adrian's here all the way from Ireland, Greg. And then we've got Romano and then Joe, who's out in India, I believe. Hey, we're going to be breaking down this report, guys, the Bragg Index, so you can figure that out. Uh, you can get that at Digital Turbine as well. But they, it's a report that they did with Aptopia as well, and then we're going to kind of be breaking this down. So go ahead. That report is linked up into the YouTube descrip description if you want to go download it and just got to put in a couple of more information, but really great report there. All right, Greg, I'll, I'll follow your lead. Where do you want to start? I guess I just kick it off at a, at a pretty high level. Um, yeah. Awesome to have you guys on the line with us here today. Uh, I'm going to start off with a question, you know, or, or an ask, I guess, um, you know, maybe you guys are old enough to know John Wanamaker. Uh, but if you're not, I bet most of you guys could probably complete one of his most famous expressions, which was half the money I spend in advertising is wasted. Steve, do you know the other half of that? What is the other half? The other half is, but I don't know what half works, what half of my advertising <laughs> actually works. Right. And, and that's kind of the, the chat that was the challenge back when he said it, uh, it was the days of radio and days of print. And, you know, that's when when most of marketing and advertising was was really what I'll call art based. Right. The, the digital space and the mobile space in particular has obviously been much more science with AEIDs in existence and IDFAs in existence. But now as those things start to wane and possibly disappear, this issue of, of the importance of brand in driving installs, as you were saying, Steve, 
you know, really becomes increasingly, increasingly important. And uh, what we really wanted to do was in this world of changing uh, identification and attribution, start to provide the industry really a new way of looking at what's happening and what's driving installs. And in particular, who is doing what in a manner that is that is having them really drive installs better than others. So the first question that folks might have about BRAG is cool name, but what the hell does BRAG actually stand for? So, <laughs> you know, a word on that. So BRAG stands for brand relative app growth. And you nailed it, Steve, right up front saying that, you know, a, a, a retailer that is selling tennis rackets out of Brooklyn doesn't have the brand awareness, obviously, that an Amazon does. So it should be no surprise that they're driving a lot less installs than Amazon does. So you're not really going to find anything by looking at the standard reports of, of who's driving the installs. So what we really wanted to do was create a way of comparing Davids to Davids and Goliaths to Goliaths, and then finding the folks that are punching above their weight, so to speak, and driving installs uh, in, in ways that their competition haven't really matched. And that's what Bragg was really all about. It's something that we kicked up with Autopia. We've actually done two Bragg reports. The first one we're going to get into today, and I will allude to the, the, the more brand-centric uh, work that, we've, that we did uh, most, most recently. Um, Steve, if you could jump down, there we go, that slide right there. So what we wanted to do was look at a couple things in, in the Bragg report. Um, but as Steve mentioned, you know, here we're looking at, um, you know, what you can consider really a, a traditional kind of marketing funnel that you, that you, that all advertisers talk about where at the top of the funnel, you're really trying to build your awareness in the middle, you've got, um, I'm kind of interested in the app. And then at the bottom, the typical measurement of how many apps did you install? And what we tried to do was again, compare apples and apples or Davids with Davids and Goliaths with Goliaths. And by doing that, we're looking at the really big brands, the brag leaders that have really big awareness and really big interest and successfully drove a lot of installs. In contrast to them, with on the far right of that, the folks that had very, and this is probably most of the folks on this call, not as much awareness and interest and therefore not as many installs. And where we focused was the transcenders and the transcenders are the guys that don't really have that huge top of the funnel awareness either. But when you look at that bottom half of that funnel, somehow they exploded at the end right there. Steve, you got it. And they did something. Uh, they did something to really outperform the other people that had the same level of awareness in the brand or the same level of uh, intent. And we, we called that kind of top of the funnel, those first two, those first two layers in this graphic right here, the, the awareness and the intent, we really called that their growth potential. And we looked at uh, mm. by a combination of Atopia data and survey data of users. This was done within the US. How big is that funnel up here going into a quarter? And then we looked at it at the end of the quarter, who executed against that funnel, All right? That makes sense? Yeah, no, I love how you guys put this together because, you know, I've been talking about this, Greg, for a while now where I think a lot of even these brand builders, brag builders that are here, they're so focused on these top 
and not enough here. When if you even just move this end of installs over here, you know, you can start building revenues. And so I've been saying like, look, let's focus here. We've been talking about a lot of strategies that focus in on the end of the period installs versus always just looking at the top. But yeah, I love I love how every chart goes down. Like all these guys are going down smaller, smaller, smaller. Right. This one just gets right. big. Like yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what we were trying to do. And um, let's talk a little bit about kind of what we found in terms of across the seven categories that we looked at. We didn't look at everything. We didn't look at gains, but we looked at news and we looked at finance. We looked at retail. We looked at uh, um, I'm missing something CSR. Yep. Uh, so we, we looked at not everything, but but what we found in looking at probably um, 140, 150 apps, and most of the apps, I'll be honest, were apps that were fairly big already. So we didn't look at super small apps, but we, we looked at apps that were already doing pretty well and then wanted to peel the onion back to find those tactics. And what we found were really three different groups of strategies that were being used by folks that were transcenders. Remember, transcenders funnel looks like this, but then installs that they executed on really blew up. So the first overall strategy that we saw that was consistent across categories is what we call, you know, mobile ecosystem partnerships. And and, and mobile ecosystem partnerships really came in a variety of, of flavors, but you know, these were folks that, you know, integrated their apps into other things happening in the mobile ecosystem. So integrating in, you know, via a carrier or an OEM and getting your application recommended on those devices outside of the store, recommending it on the device or integrating into the OS. And there are a couple examples there, getting integrated into payment platforms, getting integrated into you know blockchain those those types of strategies outside of traditional ua spend really had some successes and we'll come back after i go through the categories and we'll talk about some specific examples again most of those are are, are app names that you might have heard of some are smaller um but they all they all followed that that approach uh, the second and probably increasing thing that we see, and this is again, moving more towards the art and more contextual rather than ID-based um, advertising was offline partnerships. So associating your brand with groups, with fans, with athletes, you know, with teams, with uh, musical artists, with social influencers, uh, and really engaging them to speak the word again in more of a traditional type of word of mouth or influencer type marketing. We saw many examples of success there, rolling in promotions, uh, and we'll talk about one that just kicked off in the last week that is probably extensible and looks looks interesting. And then the last uh, category of uh, success. Uh, was what we called uh, at a high level product innovation. And that, that's really where we saw people uh, adding in exclusive or coveted content, content that was talked about in viral and in social, uh, adding in novel experiences, creating scarcity so that in order to get access to something 
that folks wanted. Uh, you could only get it via the app and seeing significant increases in DAOs from that type of uh, fabrication of scarcity, um, adding in uh, entertainment or, or information into the app itself. So that, that's the high level, Steve. I'll, I'll pause there before we maybe jump into some of the examples within the categories, but um, you know, pause there for questions from you, Steve, or do we, being a first time guest, I'm not sure where we pause for questions, but <laughs> this might be a good pause point. It's like you've done this before. I like the boss points. Sometimes, you, you know, I try to have some boss points too. It's like, okay, where else do you want to take it? No, I appreciate that. I want to say hi to a few more people. Ricardo's here. And then Marco, Steve, you are the man. Marcos, you are the man. And Patrick, what up, fam? Fam, stand for Fridays with that Masters, Greg. I know you're new to the fam, but welcome to the fam. Hey, one I, thing I, I want to like focus it. on, because, because the core of our audience is probably – more of the brag builders, right? Kind of like what we showed here. They're, they're going to be more of the brag builders. And so I feel like out of these three things that they can control, like maybe we don't have the budget for these offline partnerships and we want to break the, down those strategies for those who are, do have that potential. And then the mobile ecosystem, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, but I think digital turbine, that's what you guys were known for, right? Like the on-device integration with everything. Yeah, prior prior, prior to... No, that's that's a good prior prior to the acquisitions of uh, fiber and ad colony and appreciate right. we were uh, exclusively in in that aspect of it now right. we're, we're we're full stack uh, growth and monetization solution for uh, large and small uh, app developers across the world uh, but that's true that we have uh, a special mojo in facilitating those things that existed and they've always existed you could always do it right as a developer if you had the budget if you had the channel uh we simply make it easier to to do yeah i had and better but i had not i mean it's old time but i had you guys back on in 2019 we talked specifically about this so i wanted to talk more about product left product led growth strategy here so is there a favorite example i know i mean i can pick out a few that i went through the report already that i can pick out too but do you have a favorite example of a product-led growth for these transcendent brands uh my my favorite may not be appropriate for um <laughs> the the brands here not appropriate as in not not pg rated uh, right, right, right. <laughs> but, and, and it might not have been in this report, actually, but, uh, you know, Taco Bell, uh, mm. you know, does very well, did very well in our last kind of brand assessment. But uh, Taco Bell fairly recently uh, added in and they've done some very interesting things. Right. So they did uh, ten dollars a month and you get a taco every day that drove installs. Uh, but more recently, they did Mexican, they, they relaunched Mexican pizza. And uh, if you were a member of the Taco Bell rewards, uh, then you had access to that. Again, it's a scarcity aspect. You had access to that weeks in advance of the rest of the market and they drove up daily installs, you know, six X. So that, that's probably my, my favorite being a, a fan. I, I have to admit of Taco Bell, uh, that, that's probably my, my favorite. But I, I actually want to go back to a comment you made about not being able to do uh, offline par partnerships. Um, a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the partnerships that we saw 
we're social media based and you know social media comes in all types of sizes and scales uh and so i, I wouldn't rule out in investing in offline partnerships through uh some of the social media tactics and i've got a couple favorites in, in that bucket but i don't want to hijack your question so hit me up with more product innovation questions if you want yeah i mean the one that i wanted to talk about too because one of the I mean, I recommend everybody going through this report, but one of the things I found out interesting about the report was the fitness being, I know I want to make sure I get this right, but it was a, had the lowest level of awareness and the second lo lowest level of install intent. Mm -hmm. And so had the lowest growth potential, which was shocking mm -hmm. to me because I thought, you know, health and fitness, you know, but yeah, that's why I was like, and I know planet planet fitness has been in the top charts and I have no idea why right? until I saw this report. I was like, Oh, okay. This is all making sense. But things of these, these brag reports, the apps that you guys have in here were the apps that I consistently see in the top charts. And I was like, what are they doing that are yeah, like no, Shen that, being another one category too, but yeah. Yeah. So that, that's an interesting one. And thankfully I actually remember, I know the answer to that off the top of my head. So I don't have to go back yeah. to the report, but I believe the case with planet fitness is as, as they, you know, they relaunched their kind of the uh, ch uh, check-in ability with the mobile phone. And so that was a feature, I believe, that we saw drive additional downloads uh, and use. Um, yeah. And you know, obviously, also with COVID, to the extent you're going to go into the gym, you want a little bit more information about what's kind of going on in the gym. And, and so I think that also helped help them drive that back, right? I love it. Yeah, these are these are great. Like you can see what they're doing, and I like how Headspace focus on mental health at work, corporate contracts, big take a long time, but they can be huge. Work with a couple of clients like this, and Sweatcoin. You know, started noticing this too. Greg was people were searching for walk for crypto, right? Walk for money. Sweatcoin was doing a pretty good job, right? But then the mm -hmm. search volume started changing. I have to believe Sweatcoin started seeing that, and they're like, hey, let's let's start focusing on the crypto industry too. Yeah, crypto, you know, in general is a very, very interesting category. And given everything that's happening at the macro level and at the micro level within, within crypto, you know, there's some things that we're definitely keeping our eye on, you know, certainly, uh, you know, cash app or, or uh, coin, Coinbase is a, is a really interesting one for sure. You know, with their with their Super Bowl ad, and we're we're keeping our eye on it. One one interesting thing is, you know, you look at that Super Bowl ad. If you go back and look at their app install volume, U.S. based app install volume over the last couple of quarters, it has halved and then halved again, right? Mm -hmm. So you like kind of what's going, and, and it it halved during this post the Super Bowl ads. But what's interesting is our data has actually shown that while the whole category is getting crunched because of the global issues with inflation and skepticism and, you know, dot, 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 what's interesting is more than any other app, uh, we've seen them actually build their brand. So their growth potential, their awareness, their intent has actually stayed up and, and grown. So I'm trying to find some numbers here on my screen. 
Yeah, so they had a massive uh, Q4. Q1, their installs were down 50%. Q2, they were down again 50%. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, again, top of the funnel metrics are up 250%. Better wow. than, uh, four to five X better than crypto. And comparing them to some of the other kind of just pure payment apps in the category, uh, they're up over PayPal, up over Venmo, up over Zelle. So, you know, time will tell. And this is exactly the kind of thing that Bragg was made for. Time will tell whether building that brand at the top of the funnel, Steve, you know, will help them kind of bounce back better. But right now, they 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 obviously have some challenges in in their core UA growth, as does as does the category. Sorry, you're talking about Coinbase, right? And I was showing Sweatcoin. <laughs> I think that's the wrong visual. What Greg's talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking about uh, Coinbase. Uh, you brought up kind of crypto and I just kind of did the wormhole switch because that yeah. whole category is obviously very interesting these days. Well, Greg, you know, let's, let's go next to what you were talking about with hey, brand offline partnerships. Like it's Steve, maybe I disagree with you and that's okay. You know, like what, there are some ways that smaller brands, transcendent brands can use offline partnerships. So which one, which example would you want to focus in on? So there, there are a couple in that that category. Some are probably for rarefied air, right? So, you know what what Chick Fil A did with you know the Tampa Bay Lightning, which was you know the, the Stanley Cup winner. You know we're not going to have too many people ripping off that idea, but you know let's go a little lower, right? Still, probably uh, I'll start off saying some things that probably most folks can't afford to do, but uh, Cash App. Uh, trying to make, and this is important, especially for folks that are on the line today, really trying to understand not just growing your users, but what user segment, what specific targeted group you wanna go after with a specific target message. So I really like what Cash App did going after the younger market and their TikTok work with uh, Jojo Siwa. Probably not going to pay Odell Beckham's salary uh, if you're a smaller app, but that was very interesting uh, for sure. (laughs) Um, But they've doubled down on that. And I don't know if folks uh, were aware of this. I'll I'll be honest, I wasn't aware of this either until I was uh, I had a consultant for this, uh, Steve, and that's my my 14 year old son kind of helping me out with uh, some of the apps that we were looking at. Um, And uh, I said, hey, what's going on with Cash App these days? And he said, oh. You don't know about uh, the National Cash App Day? Like, oh, what's that all about? And, you know, so using social to drive a promotion that is dependent on getting the brand installed and accounts kind of set up, I think anyone can do that, right? Those those typically below the line type of advertising opportunities tied into social. Uh, I certainly think, you know, we're going to keep keep a closer eye on that particular tactic and see where else it's being used and and how that's driving uh, growth. But certainly that that method of offline partnerships um, via social. And I guess technically you could say it is it is uh, online, but um, mm-hmm. give me a hall pass on that one. Uh, I, I would say that's that's an opportunity uh, that uh, folks can look at. And, and we've seen, we've, seen the, we've seen the impact of that. So not only are they driving new great growth, but in our last brag uh, report focusing on brand, uh, Cash App is one of the fastest growing in awareness and intent in the category. 
So not just installs, but fastest growing awareness and intent in the category. And, and that, uh, that promotion that they ran, which is a social promotion, right. Of, of sharing their message amongst your friends drove up their week over week installs, uh, 18% in the last month. Wow. And it's the highest week over week gain going back to all the data that I had was going back all the way to August. And so I just, wow. I literally just looked that up today when I'd learned about that promotion. And I think those types of promotions, arguably not technically offline, but, um, partially offline because you tell people about it in social and, 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 um, the good old fashioned way. But I think those are certainly things that, uh, uh, smaller developers can, can look at below the line promotions tying in social. Yeah. I love it. I did a video well, it was a podcast episode as well, but I did affiliate marketing for indie developers. And we talked mm. to somebody who was doing these type of promotions, maybe not a big star like Jojo Siwa, but with, it was a, the app was for marriage counseling and like making it in a more like PG way, spicing up your marriage. And he worked with a lot of people like bloggers, mm. podcasts that you might not know of, but they're niche. And he worked with them on an affiliate basis because they were familiar with it. Great episode if you are trying to get into this, because I do believe it in this, it does help accelerate. But yeah, if you're just, if you have a smaller budget, you can go after the niche, niche people within your target market. All right. I'll have, I'll have Frank, to find I'm that link. I'd like to like to watch it myself, actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you that. I'll I'll shoot it over after this. I want to save the the on device stuff. But is there anything else that you want to cover here before we hit into part two of this live stream? No, I think that's the the high level. Anyone certainly listening to this that's interested, you know, drop drop me a note. And love to uh, you know chat more with you guys. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.